Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, Matt, it is time for the Fantasy Football Focus. And we have a little breaking news here on the Fantasy Football Focus. Trayvon Diggs has a torn ACL. Wow. Okay. He is out for the rest of the season. Out for the year. Tore that in practice on Thursday. Cowboys. Yeah. Did not thought not his brother, the the receiver. Um, They did sign Gilmore, but it's not. They signed Gilmore because it was not an area of strength, and Diggs is their top guy. That hurts them. I mean, that's really the first blow they've had to deal with. They've had a pretty smooth sailing, you know, 2023 season so far, and I think it's probably the best defense in the league. But it's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, he's the. He's not a great cover corner. No, we. T- he's but he takes the ball. Lot. He's the. He's a young Marcus Peters, mm-hmm. and that's a good player. Yeah. I think he's overrated because if you watch the Sports Center highlights, you think, "Oh wow!" And he plays for the Cowboys. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He takes the ball away, and he's he's tall, he's physical. Not anymore this season. No. They were uh, talking extension with him too. I wonder yeah. how that affects that. Uh, Brandon Ayuk not expected to play tonight uh, for the 49ers in that game Why against would the you Giants. Hear them? Yeah, you can give Short them week. Extra, yeah. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. Um, I've just pulled him out of my lineup. Mm-hmm. So give him a nice long break if you're the Niners, thinking that you should win without him. I don't even think that creates a great opportunity for anybody else. I mean, except I mean, Debo and Kittle might get bigger chunks. But... I mean, Juan Jennings gets a little bit of a bump. Mm-hmm. I mean, but McLeod might be out there a little. Yeah, but you know, nobody fantasy relevant. No, uh, this is not the news you wanted to hear. Taysom Hill practiced in full on Thursday. And you might say, well, that's a big he deal. Just messes everything up. He, if he qualifies as a tight end in your league. Mm-hmm. Given the way tight end play has been. He's going to be on the field. <laughs> it's not just a Sean Payton thing. He had nine carries for 75 yards last week. Was it that high? In the in 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 today's tight end world. You'll take it. Absolutely. I mean, he might throw a pass or two. He might catch a pass or two. No, he's. And he might vulture away all the goal line carries. Mm-hmm. I think Kendra Miller is a really good start for them this week. I yeah. think Kendra Miller is a very solid start for them. Mm-hmm. In fact, I picked him up and he is going to play because Brandon Ayuk is not. So you I'm, put him in your I'm starting Ken, uh, Kendra Miller over some other guys who I could put in no, there. I don't blame you. I, I've been trying to grab him in some a lot of my leagues. Um, Cam Akers passed his physical and has completed the trade to the Vikings. Now, that happened after our show ended last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they swapped late-round draft picks with the Rams, the Vikings did, to acquire Cam Akers. And immediately, well, is Cam Akers going to pass Alexander Madison on the depth chart? I don't see that happening. I'd be shocked. For whatever reason, him and McVeigh didn't see eye to eye. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of stuff. A last, lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot of stuff last year. Then he finished the season as the guy with the Rams. But at that point, Cup was out. Stafford was out. Donald was out. They were just playing out the string. You know, it was a, not a competitive football team. They had more O-line injuries than any team yeah. in, like, history. I liked him coming out of school, though. And I think he's a good runner. I don't know that it's crazy to say 
he challenges Madison, you know, but like in our league, I was stashing Ty Chandler. I think he's worthless. Now yeah. it's time to go on him. You know, that, that, that handcuff isn't going to come out. I think at best this turns into a committee, which is exactly what you didn't want. They're not running the ball like as bad as badly as the Steelers have run the football this year. Yes. In the first two games, the Vikings have run it worse. Worse and way less. I mean, they are by far the pass-heaviest team in the league. I mean, Cousins is throwing the ball like 80% of the snaps. Now, I assume that's why you make this trade. Like, we can't live like this. We right. need to run the ball a little. But I don't think you and I own Madison in any league. I mean, we've, we've never been high on him. I don't think he's the hardest guy to overcome. And I, but I don't uh, – this but doesn't – acres, I'm trading – if I own him, trade him now. Yeah, I, 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 this doesn't make me want him anymore. No, I mean, I'm not going to get him. He, he line issues in week one, he got 21 carries and scored a touchdown and didn't have 10 fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard that is to do? That's almost impossible because yeah. you did gain yardage. 21, on one carry. Yeah, 21 yeah. carries and got in the end zone and didn't get 10 and didn't wow. get and didn't reach 10 points. And I know like Kyron Williams <laughs> is like loved by coaches and he was team captain and you know all that good stuff, but. If he beats you out, I mean, he's just a guy, too. Yeah. You know, he does the little things well. Uh, James Cook, for personal reason, did not practice on Thursday. Okay. Hope everything's okay with him. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe it's because about. his brother. Mm. He, are they, no, he's not brothers. I'm looking, you're, you're talking I'm about Diggs, Diggs brothers. Yeah, yeah they, they mentioned Stefan Diggs here. And, well, um, that makes sense. Yeah. Bill's brother. Oh, okay, okay. So, according to teammate Stefan Diggs, this is from, ah. I'm on Fantasy Pros here. Uh, Cook mispractice as he was expecting a child. Oh, well, he'll play. I don't know. He's going to give birth. <laughs> he, he's not one. But yeah. yeah. Um, that would be. Yeah. Um, I'm sure so he'll he, travel to Washington. He, yeah, so, he should yeah. be back and be okay. Austin Ekelar with that ankle injury still not practicing on Thursday. Good about that. Just the way Coach Staley has brought up the name, it's like, yeah, we're hoping sooner than later and real wishy-washy, not confident at all. So Ekelar was one of the guys who led the charge on the running backs. Yeah. Um, hey, we need to get paid. Let's let's so all. So was get... Barkley. So was Barkley, <laughs> and all of a sudden these guys have ankle. In... Now Barkley's and just so happened. Jacobs, who just had minus two rushing yards yeah. last week. Right. Um. Nicked up and not pra- not practicing. He's not going to play. I mean, I hate to bring up the Chubb injury, but that that as well. I mean, yeah. I'm just talking about highly fantasy drafted running backs. So we had a long discussion on my Locked On Dynasty podcast, which is a little different. And in Dynasty, investing heavy in running backs is scary because yeah. of this reason. But we even stressed it more. Like, man, if I was in a Dynasty startup, I might not take a running back for five or six rounds. You know, like give me all the Drake Londons and you know George Pickens and those type of dudes. But then you see Bajon Robinson staring you in the face. Of and... course, I mean he's <laughs> the number one dude. You know, but even like Brees Hall is one of the most highly coveted ones. You can't even hardly start him right now. Yeah, four yeah. touches last week. Brutal. Four. Brutal. Uh, so if Ekelar doesn't go, I know I know uh, uh, Kelly. He's a guy struggled last week against. The Titans. See, I think everyone's going to struggle against Titans. Everybody's going to struggle. That's going to be the, the takeaway here. See, that's my th- so that's my thing when when people talk about. Look, I know Simmons mm-hmm. in in Tennessee is a really good player. Yes. When people talk about some of these other defensive tackles, mm-hmm. and then I watch their defenses get gashed for three hundred yards, like yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Um, it doesn't they're not this guy? Doesn't pass this, yeah. the same sniff test, right? No, the Titans are always going to be hard to run against. They were last year. But you can throw. You can throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But they play Cleveland. Cleveland. They're playing Cleveland. They're play, the Titans play Cleveland. So we did a lot of conversation around the Steelers. Hey, if you don't put up now, it's time to really worry about the offense. Well, I think the same is true with Deshaun. Yeah. I mean, Chubb is out. So it's on you. It's on you against yeah. a pass funnel team. You need to produce. You know, like I have Richardson and Watson in our league. Doesn't look like Richardson's going to play. I feel okay about Watson <laughs> this week. I mean, he's going to run a little bit to get you some points. He's better for fantasy right now than he is in real life. He doesn't complete. I mean, his accuracy is awful. It's right troublesome. Now. Right. Troublesome. Uh, Jamal Williams didn't practice on Thursday. We mentioned. I don't think he's playing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miller. Miller. Kendry Miller. Mm-hmm. Frankly, um, even when Kamara comes back, I thought he was a declining player. Anyway, and they're not going to throw him in week four after a three-game suspension and say, Kamara, take 30 touches. Yeah. Miller might be useful for the whole year. Let's hope. Let's, yeah. let's hope because the fantasy world needs some running backs right exactly. now. Exactly. I mean, they're just – Someone's going to carry the ball yeah. in the league on Sunday. Uh, Andy Dalton expected to start for the Panthers in week three. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play the uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Bryce Young has an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Um, you hate to see it for rookies because they need all the reps they can get. Yeah. But for fantasy, this doesn't really matter. And Dalton might even be a better player than him right now. But do you bump any of their skill position players? I hate their skill position players. Their yeah. receivers. I mean, Miles Sanders is usable, but yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think their receivers are fantasy worthy. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was not present during the open portion of practice for the uh, Tennessee Titans. They're one of these teams that only lets you out there mm-hmm. to watch this team stretch. I only throw this out there because it's like super common knowledge, but he's notoriously not a great practice Doesn't practice. <laughs> More importantly, though, Derrick Henry was not present during the media really? portion of open practice. Is there something going on today? He has a toe issue. Or, okay. yeah. um, he was limited on Wednesday, according to their practice report. Um Maybe they're no, keep an eye on both. Yeah, maybe but. they're trying to get him through the week here, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe he'll be listed as again. So if the reporters are only allowed out there to see the team stretch, and a guy's not out there, that doesn't mean he can't. He didn't come he didn't back out. Back up, right. You know, he wasn't in in the training room, and then comes back out to practice. I mean, this is your world way more than mine, but I would hate that as a as a beat writer. Yeah, uh, I mean, the Steelers are the exact. Uh, st- I, they're it, very good about it, it. it. Reporters can go out there. Local reporters. If you're a national reporter, you're not allowed out there. If you're a reporter, you know whatever. Yeah. But if you're a local reporter, you can out go out there, there and right? watch the entire practice. Yeah, and not. What do you have any idea what percentage of the teams does that? Not many. It's low, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Odell Beckham did not practice on Thursday. I don't expect anything from him. He's got an ankle injury, and then this week you see, and I hate to bring this up. But then I saw reports from, like, TMZ that he's now hanging out with Kim Kardashian. Okay. He's dealing with an ankle injury, and he's hanging out with the Kardashians. And people are allowed to have off-the-field lives. I get and it. these are all celebrities. But I'd rather I saw TMZ saying, look, there's Odell at treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. running now, right if Kim so, yeah. Kardashian was in there massaging his ankle, that's different. <laughs> but I don't believe that was what was happening here. So if you're a Flowers or Andrews owner, I'm— thrilled that Odell's not out there. Yeah, that's yeah, one I mean, less mouth to feed there. And Bateman's goes on the back burner. I mean, is, those two might catch all the balls this year. They might do everything because yeah. Justice Hill with the toe not practicing Thursday. he's going to play. You're firing up the Gus bus this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's definitely a top 24. You know, we're talking about. But oh, he's not going to catch any passes. He's not going to catch any passes. Real quick, I, would, I meant to mention this five minutes ago. 
not quite to the Kendra Miller extreme, but if Tajay Spears was out there, yeah, he should him. Yeah. He should be in your league. And if Henry didn't practice today, I mean, Henry's had a lot of wear and tear. This is not what you want to hear, Matt. Christian Watson with the hamstring not practicing Thursday. He was a oh, partial participant. Good things about partial that. participant yesterday. Okay, uh, it must must have, have, must have uh, been sore today. Him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I traded for him early. I traded Justin Fields for him straight up, but I don't need him right now. I just You'd want like to get to out have of the fields. I'd like him to be yeah. out there. Uh, Aaron Jones was back at practice for the Packers on That's Thursday. Big. That's big. Yeah, fire him back up. He's a all of a sudden. Is he a top six or seven fantasy back? Last I mean, man standing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's it's not Eckler, it's not Barkley, it's not Chubb. I mean, we we drafted and ended up drafting him a lot. We did. In the summer. We did. I thought he was out undervalued. Because he was so undervalued, day, day yeah. One, yeah. Uh, David Montgomery with a thigh not practicing on Thursday. Uh, does not look like he's going to play this week. That could be multiple weeks from what I was reading. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's a thigh contusion. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's painful, but he's a runner that, that gets those kind of like he's going I'm to. Sure he's dealt with some. He's stuff, probably yeah. had a lot of contusions, and he's probably handed out a lot of contusions because mm-hmm. uh, he's he's a tackle breaker. But uh, Gibbs might get a carry or two more. He's not going to get a lot gonna more. Get Ten more. Yeah, Craig Reynolds is going to be the guy who be benefits the, the most from the this. Guy, yeah. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown was back at practice Thursday for the uh, Lions, mm, so good. that's a good. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's a toe. I hate toes with. Respect. Yeah, that's not yeah. good. Uh, you mentioned Anthony Jones. Richardson uh, with that concussion, not practicing on Thursday. He's not going to play this week. No. Yeah. So, but Minshew will keep that offense. I think coming. It probably benefits the receivers a little bit mm-hmm. that Minshew's playing. I assume so, and that sounds very logical. But Pittman's been really good, no matter who the quarterback's been. Though. He has he's had a lot of he targets, has. and he's been really good. I think he's been an underrated player for a while, but he's always been a better player than fantasy player. You do, do you like what this does for their running game? It kind of funnels everything down a little bit. It's good bit. for Moss. It's really good for Moss. Moss got a ton of snaps. Yeah. And there's no other. And car- I mean, I think he had 18 carries and third down four too. or five catches last yeah. week. He's in there in the crucial third downs where you get catches and goal line stuff. I know so they're playing the Ravens. They're playing the Ravens in Baltimore this week. Yeah. Um, like he, he's, he's, of- a, he's a solid RB2 this week. And we just mentioned Gus Edwards, who's the other back in that game. I'd rather have Moss. I'd rather have Moss. Yeah. And they're both RB2s, but in the today's landscape, you got to live with those guys. Yeah. And frankly, be happy you do. Right, yeah. I, I mean, mean, you might not even draft them. Maybe you got those guys off the waiver wire, but they're valuable right now. Uh, Joe Burrow with that calf still considered day-to-day right now, according Sounds to Zach terrible. Taylor. I don't think he plays this week. No, I don't either. I think they'll be 0-3. Yeah. I don't know if they beat the Texans without him. You know, I mean, I mean, the drop from quarterback there is immense. So let me let me mention this while we're on this. So I mentioned Florio earlier today. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he went on one of the Pittsburgh radio stations yesterday and said that maybe the Steelers are not targeting George Pickens as much because they're worried about his contract status in two years. Why on earth would you do that? So I went and I looked up George Pickens. He had ten targets on. I say the most targets of his career. And yeah, you're saying he, that after the day he had after the, the after the. So he has seventeen targets. targets in two games. You know who else has seventeen targets in two games? I'm sure a lot of high end receivers. Jamar Chase. Yeah. Devontae Adams. Yeah. Um, Heads up. Number was, ones. Yeah. Guys who were number like seventeen targets in two games is a pretty healthy number. This contract's two years away. And his contract is two years away. That's the most ridiculous statement. It's, we it's, don't want him it's to Mike Florio ridiculous statement day, apparently. Wow. That makes 
what organization would think that way? I don't know. I have no I mean, idea. If it's the last month of their <laughs> career or, or of their contract, it's um, maybe a bench yeah, or something. I, I, or... I heard it and I couldn't believe. I had to read it again. So I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He's like 22 years old. I mean, there, I see a lot of dumb stuff put out there. That might have been the dumbest. And he's coming off two of his highly targeted games. Yeah, his career. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco with the hamstring was back at practice on Thursday. Fire him up. They play the Bears. Yeah, fire yeah. him up. Uh, Richie James for them with the knee won't practice Thursday. He is not somebody to fire yeah, up. No. Uh, Kadarius Tony with the toe not practicing yeah. Thursday. This is typical. I know Kadarius Tony stuff. He doesn't I'd really have play a hard football. time starting Sky Moore though, or any of their receivers. Yeah. Even if Tony's, I'm, I'm assuming Tony's out. I, I, I don't want involved in that. Yeah. Uh, Evan Hall for the uh, Colts will miss the rest of the season. He was placed mm-hmm. on IR last week. He's out for the year. They signed Trey Sermon to their practice squad. Doesn't move He's already bouncing game. around. Yeah. Like there were people who wanted the Steelers to sign Trey Sermon in the, in the preseason. Like I'm guilty of liking him coming out of Ohio State, yeah. but he's been horrendous. Um, this one is uh, Derek Stingley Jr. injured his hamstring in practice. He's a candidate for IR. The Steelers play bad. them next yeah. week. Their O line's a disaster. He's he got drafted ahead of Sauce. Yeah. yeah, I mean he hasn't got a chance to show it yet. But and he was he's a really a phenomenal good, talent. really good player. Yeah, I mean, him uh, and in Jamar college. Chase and yeah. during the COVID years used to do battle as eighteen-year-olds, and yeah. they were equal. Yeah, um, <laughs> That'd be a huge loss for them. Nothing's really going well for the Texans. Looks like Ambry Thomas will play for the 49ers tonight against the uh, Giants. Um, I, I, we haven't talked about tonight's game yet, mm. but the only Giant I'm even semi-interested in playing is Waller because I have to. Yeah, I mean he's definitely a top twelve tight end. In I don't want to play Brita. No, no. How about Jones? No. I mean I'm sure he'll scramble. I mean in, in two quarterback leagues you have to. Well, no, I mean he wouldn't be a top twelve. But he's not a top twelve no. this week. Agreed. Um, a sneaky one for me though is Mitchell. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell could get some run tonight because I don't know. I would. McCaffrey's been getting twenty five carries a game. He's probably getting fifteen tonight. I think he played every snap four days ago. Yeah. That's not happening again. I mean, of course you put him in your lineup and you're thrilled about yeah. it. He'll do fine, but I wouldn't play him more than if, – if the game goes as we expect, McCaffrey should sit out a lot. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, looks like but, Wondell Robinson going to play tonight good. for the first time. I'm kind of interested in him. I mean, I don't think he's fantasy relevant yet, but I liked him coming out of school, and I think he's a true slot that is dynamic. Uh, we're back into yesterday's practice reports from the West Coast teams. Uh, DK Metcalf with ribs did not practice on Wednesday. Mm. Uh, is Smith the Jigba dealing with something too? Or is he, I think he's back. Back. I think he's back. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill was limited in practice on Wednesday. Hmm. He's dealing with an ankle. I didn't. I watched. I think every snap of that game didn't notice him ever pull up yeah. or anything. Now Jalen Waddle is still in concussion protocol. He did not practice yesterday, so that's not what you want to hear. Not at all. I mean that offense is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But if one of those it reminds me of Lamborghini, yeah, I mean it's just oil changes are five hundred bucks. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't have a spare one in the in the garage. I mean, there's there's no everyday vehicle there. I mean, it's just Tua, Armstead, and both those speed receivers are fragile. You know, yeah, I mean, just it's. You pull up a little something wrong with them, and then it's all that speed goes and away. Then you're in you know, right. you know, working on the engine again. And there's not a third receiver. It's like, ooh. Craycraft, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, Mark Andrews 
off the week three injury report for the Ravens. Good, good. They, Fire him they, up. They finally yeah. got some good news, yeah. And I, I thought he looked okay last week. I'm sure he'll be strong this week. Yeah. I, I also think Kelsey will be back to being awesome. You know, like those two might be easily tight end one and two now. Yeah, without a doubt. I guess um, Hawkinson's in that conversation. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Hawkinson's yeah. been a stud Yeah, yeah Hawkinson's far. valuable. I mean, would you rather have Hawkinson right now or Kittle? Hawk. Without a doubt. Like I actually preferred him. I did, too. Yeah. yeah, I did, too. I like Kittle, but there's just too many miles to feed there. Yeah. So, as we mentioned, uh, Brandon Ayuk will not play tonight uh, for the uh, – for the 49ers, who do you think they're off? Of, if we think McCaffrey is not going to get a lot of touches tonight. Could be a big Debo game. Ayuk's not available. Mm-hmm. You said Elijah Mitchell's, Mitchell's going to get some, but they're not going to run their offense through Elijah Mitchell. No. I bet Debo gets four carries, which is a lot for a wide receiver. Yeah, right. You know what yeah. I mean? I bet he gets a carry here and there. Um, it could be a big Kittle game. Could be. You I mean, he's I mean? done nothing he's to this point. He's done nothing. But no Ayuk. McCaffrey still might play more than you think. I mean, they haven't not, used him in the passing game at all. Not as much as you'd, as you'd imagine. Probably a good Purdy game. Just a bad team. But a good Purdy game thus far, like even over the like 230, the 230 world, yards and two touchdowns. Like Weird question. Which quarterback would you rather start tonight? Neither yeah. is probably top 12. Neither's neither's the top 12 guy. Yeah, yeah. Probably Purdy. He's not going to get imagine. killed. Right. <laughs> Jones I mean, might not, Jones fin- Jones might not finish yards. the game. No, he might not. But he's going to have to run for 50 or 60 yards in this game. I, I think he will. I don't know that they'll do anything else. But I don't know that I want my quarterback doing that with those two linebackers out there uh, running right, around. Right. No, it's not get gonna your be, head taken off. It's not going to be a fun night for the Giants. No, not at all. Uh, obviously, we both think that the 49ers win that game. I is, but I think they beat I think it's like 12 and a half. Yeah, that's a terrible situation for the Giants to walk into. Missing a couple offensive linemen. Not that it's a huge deal. Saquon Barkley. They played in Arizona last week. Yeah. You know if they stayed on the West Coast? They did not. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not, I don't like anything about it for the Giants. Flying out there. and Yeah. Flying back yeah. from Arizona. Getting there super late. Yeah. And then flying back out to the West Coast. They not good. Maybe the best team in the league on a super short week. Yeah. It might be their home opener. Or they it, home uh, home. No, it is their home yeah, opener. Sorry. Good. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> Have at it, boys. Yeah, it should go swimmingly. Absolutely. Their line's a disaster. Adrian Thomas isn't playing. Yeah. <laughs> they got that Bosa dude. That'll too. be good. Yeah. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. Uh, you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. That was the Fantasy Football Focus. Uh, we'll be back to talk a little more Steelers football here right after this. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, Matt, um, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit them online at shop.steelers.com. Get on that. You'll get on that. Maybe you can get another uh, Williamson jersey. Sure. Avery. We still have that floating around. <laughs> Sun grew out of it long ago, but we did pick up an Avery Williamson jersey. There you go. Uh, does he have it hanging on the wall or anything? Nah. No. I don't okay. know where it's at. Uh, so, Bill Barnwell on ESPN oh, good. Okay. went back and looked at the last, uh, well, basically since they started 
making this this sack an official statistic. Mm, okay. And has ranked the best pass rushers from either each era since oh, really? 1981 or sin or the best individual seasons. Okay. So let's that's interesting. Let's take a look at this. And he did this because of well, Bosa's playing tonight, and that's something to talk about. Something yeah. to talk right, about. Right, right. Yeah. So from 81 to 86, his top pass rusher is no no surprise here, Lawrence Taylor. I think he's the best ever. Yeah, yeah. pretty good at it. Uh, moving on from 87 to 89, Reggie White. Okay. So I'm sure some people have seen the T.J. Watt stat that in their first 90 games, who has the most sacks ever? Reggie's the only one ahead of T.J., yeah. which is remarkable. But there's a little difference with this guy. His rookie year and year after were in the USFL. Right. So he came into the – his rookie year, he was like a 26-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and that's that, that's noteworthy because – It if matters, you, yeah. If you look at Watt, Watt didn't really have a breakout, breakout season until – he was he was okay in year one. Mm-hmm. I think he had seven and a half sacks. Year two, sure. had, year two was like, I think, 10 or 11, 12, something mm-hmm. like that. Your your third year is when he led the league in sacks for the first time. But if he could have started his 90-game clock then. Now he's averaging basically a sack a game. Yeah, and then he wouldn't get there yet, but he may blow past Reggie. You know what I mean? That's that's very noteworthy. Yeah. But White knows. But Reggie's unbelievable. He was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, he was great. He had... And he's also, unlike these edge guys, he's 290 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And was just impossible to block. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he had 70 sacks in his first four seasons. <laughs> first four seasons. In this era, I mean, this isn't the Seal Curtain era when people weren't getting sacks. Yeah. They were getting, you know, Gastineau was yeah. sack exchange, but still, people didn't throw the ball as often as they do now. He had 18 sacks in 1986. He had 21 sacks in 1987. Like, wow. Yow. Yeah. Real quick though, to counteract one thing I did say, they the passing percentage was lower then, but they were also like seven step drops. There was no yeah, there was no quick game and <laughs> yeah, things of yeah. that nature. It wasn't bubble screens and RPOs, and, you know. Nineteen ninety, Bruce Smith. I think that's clear. Yeah, he's okay. also bigger than the Watts and LTs of the world. He's two eighty five as a first overall pick. Yeah, ninety one to ninety three, Reggie White with the Eagles and Packers. Oh. Nice. He comes. Uh, he's a two-time winner. Yeah, lost the belt there for a year. Gets the to belt Bruce. back. Yeah, they they kind of had a Troy Ed Reed thing going there. You know, White yeah. and Smith. Which, but they better? were clearly better than everybody else. Uh, nineteen ninety four. Blitzberg was in full uh, full tilt mm, at that okay. point. Kevin Green. I, was like, I wonder if Green's going to get here. He at led all. the league okay. in sacks that year. Um, it was fourteen. Uh, it it was a down year for sacks overall. Okay. But that defense got after it. That was a fun defense. Yeah. 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 I mean, you would say TJ's the better pass rusher. Yes. I mean, TJ's the best stealer pass rusher you've ever seen, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't think that's crazy talk. No, I don't I mean, think so either. It's even debate. Uh, 95 to 97, Bruce Smith takes the belt back. No, okay. Not quite done. Not quite done yet. Is um, that the four Super Bowl time for them no this was coming out of that that's after that yeah okay. couldn't remember what years those were um 1998 reggie white takes the belt back three-time wow. winner wow three he's like rick flair <laughs> 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 yeah he's a 20-time champion 
30, I guess he did play a long 37 time. 37 years old. He had a 16-sack season. He was a 37-year-old. Oh, but that man. just shows you when we talk about Cam Hayward. Right. These guys' games were built on power like Reggie White's mm-hmm. was. They fade away much more slowly than the guy who's who's a speed guy. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, his get off isn't as important. He's still I mean, throwing guys out of the bar. Yeah, like hump move and just <laughs> picking up guards and tossing them out. Yeah, crazy. Uh, 19- that's really impressive. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, real quick, I I often reference Michael Michael Lombardi, and I should give you the book because you'll read it in four seconds. But I just got it from Amazon, and basically, he kind of says. To put it in a nutshell, he's like, the Hall of Fame's a little watered down. There should be tiers. So he goes and he puts the top 100 players in the book. He did, like, the top 10 coaches. He had Reggie at, like, the fifth best player ever. I mean, like, really, 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 yeah. really, really pretty high. Really, really high. Pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, 1999 to 2000, Warren Sapp. Makes sense. I mean, he was really the first three technique. You know, where yeah. line up on that outside shoulder of the guard and just win with explosive get-off power. And that's still being done through Aaron Donald and, you know, to this day. 2001, Michael Strahan. He set the record. Yeah. I assume that was his record year, right? That was the record year, 22 and a half sacks. 2002, Jason Taylor. Really good player. He had 18 and a half sacks. That was three more than any other player that year. Okay. Strong. 2003, Strahan's back. Ever met Jason Taylor? Yeah. He looks like. A Greek god. <laughs> uh, 2003 was Strahan. He had 18 and a half sacks season. Okay. 2004, 2005, Dwight Freeney. Mm, he was different, too. One of the first shorter. I remember when he, you know, I was a draft nerd back then. I wasn't getting paid to do this. He ran like a 4-4 at the combine when non-defensive backs on defense didn't run 4-4s. Yeah. And somehow he lasted like the mid-first round. 2006 was Jason Taylor again. Okay. He's a Hall of Famer, yeah. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. 2007-2008, DeMarcus Ware. New now, Hall of Famer. 2007, or I'm sorry, 2008, um, James Harrison won the Defensive Player of the Year Award with 16 sacks. Hmm. Interesting. But didn't get the nod. But didn't get the nod here. And he, here's what he says about it. In 2008, Ware became the first player to get 20 sacks in a season since Strahan in 2001. So nobody was going to take the belt away here. It's going to irk some Steeler fans who can credibly point to James Harrison as the rightful winner. Harrison broke out with 16 sacks and four, seven forced fumbles before helping uh, to win a Super Bowl with a 100-yard pick six before halftime. At least get mentioned. I like that part. Yeah, okay, Harrison yeah. Uh, won Defensive Player of the Year, although Ware wasn't far behind. That's kind of like DeMarcus Ware never dropped into coverage. No, no, no. James Harrison did. Yeah. You I, know. And so did Kevin Green. Right. They, right. Those guys Lloyd did drop into coverage. Real quick story. The the year I spent with the Browns was the year that Ware came out, out of Troy. You know, yeah. And he wasn't a slam dunk top 10 pick, but the, the Brownies had him as like their second or third player overall. Braylon Edwards was the number one. I remember watching this guy. Going, that worked out well. Yeah, right. I mean, should have taken DeMarcus Ware. I should have taken Aaron Rodgers. But, you know. uh, 2009, Jared Allen. Yeah. I don't know that he's at the level of these guys, but I mean, a really good career. I don't think he's in yet. He's not in, though. Yeah, I know he's fighting. Uh, 2010, 2011, DeMarcus Ware again. He's that good. I, I didn't think, I didn't understand why there was any debate why he should be a Hall of Famer. Uh, 2012 to 2015, J.J. Watt. 
Oh, yeah. He may show up again. I mean, he was a dominant player for quite a while. Yeah, very, very good. Um, 2016, Von Miller. Mm-hmm. I think he's an easy Hall of Famer at this point, too. Yeah. Um, Bills could use him. 2017 to 2020, Aaron Donald. Donald. Has to be yeah. Donald, yeah. So Maybe J.J. doesn't get back, because him and Donald, the, the, that stretch, were still pretty neck yeah. and neck. 2021, T.J. Watt. Yeah, sure. 2022, Nick Bosa. Yeah. And then 2023, well, we don't know yet. Here's what he writes about 2023. Bosa holds the belt, but as we sit here in week three of the season, it's impossible to say whether he'll retain it for another year. He's sackless thus far mm-hmm. after holding out during training camp, but I suspect that zero in the sack column won't survive Thursday night's matchup with quarterback Daniel Jones and company, especially with Giants left tackle. Andrew Thomas ruled out for the game. Okay. Uh, there are many fun pass rushers in line to take the belt from Bosa if it can hold up. T.J. Watt has four sacks, nine quarterback knockdowns, and two forced fumbles in two games. Uh, Micah Parsons has three sacks and six knockdowns. I'm not sure there's a level of dominance quite like telling the opposing coach that he should have taken the starting quarterback out of the game for the, his safety. Uh, if you're a pass rush pass rusher and you're dominant, uh, so dominant you're actually looking out for the opposing quarterbacks, you're a bad man. Uh, I could name a half a dozen candidates. Miles Garrett could win this award and set the single season sack record. I keep seeing people say that that Miles yeah, Garrett yeah. could could set the single What's season sack one? record. Yeah, zero or one. He's yeah. got one through two games. He better start. Getting, he better pick up the pace up a little five bit. this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, catch up. I. Uh, I mean, TJ also leads the league in quarterback knockdowns. Yeah. He, he's getting to the, the quarterback. Yeah. He, I mean, he would be my front runner right now. Um. You want to switch caps for a second? Okay. I got my laptop here and everything. All right, go I, I'm, ahead. I'm doing my Dale Lawley impersonation. Yeah. Next Gen Stats, I know nothing about it because it came out today. They put out this new pressure probability model. So I don't know exactly what that means, but they put out the top 10 pass rushers till this minute. Okay. Or, through two games with a score. And they have Parsons, number one. He gets a pass rush score of 99. That's as far as I've looked. So I'm just scrolling okay. as we speak. So I think he might be leader in the clubhouse for me. With all respect to TJ, what Parsons is doing is miraculous, too. Nick Bosa gets a 97. Mm-hmm. You're better at this than me. Miles Garrett gets a 96. I don't know how he's ahead of TJ. Hassan Reddick gets a 95. <laughs> Trey Henderson Hendrickson gets a 95. Quinnen Williams gets a 94. Javon Hargrave gets a I should I should have looked at this first. Zadarius Smith gets a 93. Josh Allen gets a 93. Alex Highsmith is also a 93. Honorable mention, DeForest Buckner, Daniel Hunter, Jalen Phillips, Josh Sweat, Montez Sweat, Josh Uche, and finally one TJ Watt. Maybe they should go back to the drawing board on this See, metric. See, here's the thing that, that bothers me about this kind Honorable of stuff. mention. So in the offseason, when I when I tweeted out that close the laptop, yeah, <laughs> this is why you're not right, running I'm this show. This. I'm done with that role. Um, no, so in the offseason, when I tweeted out that that Alex Highsmith had signed his contract and I wrote a story about it and put it out, maybe that's a story. Is Highsmith's ten? Like that I, guy's I, good. I tweet this out, and some slappy from one of these analytics websites mm-hmm. tweets back at me and says, "Yeah, oh, maybe he'll start getting a better win rate on sack on on uh, pass rushes." 
He had 14 and a half sacks last year. Sacks. He's doing his job. He's win- he, he won at least 14 and a half times. <laughs> yeah, I know 15 that. 15 times he won. Don't tell me, don't give me this garbage of, well, he affected the throw. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't have no idea. That's why I, I, we even talked this up earlier in the show. Like, pressure rate. What the hell is pressure rate? I don't know. Yeah. In the first segment today, I said the Raiders are last in pressure rate, the Steelers are first. And you said, I don't know what that means. I mean, someone said, should we give him a pressure or not? Yeah, let's give him a pressure. Uh, don't give him a pressure. You know, yeah, like, he was within three yards of the quarterback, so therefore he affected right. the throw. You don't know that for a fact. I brought it up because I thought it was noteworthy because number one's playing number 32. But do I think the Steelers are the best pass rushing team in the league by like 10% <laughs> more than everybody else? No. <laughs> and, and, and even like so I saw something uh, recently and somebody t- tweeted something out. Well, T.J. Watt gets a lot of his sacks. They're hustle sacks. Okay. I don't think that's bad. No, I'd rather right. have that than a guy, well, he, Chris Jones. Chris right. Jones, he goes out there and, he, oh, he just has three great pass rushes per game and he gets to the quarterback mm-hmm. on those three, but he does nothing else the rest of the game. Well, one of the reasons if the guy TJ, affects the game on every single play. <laughs> one of the reasons T.J. Watts gets a lot of hustle sacks is because he gets a lot of sacks. <laughs> when you get 20... <laughs> Some of them might be late you know who in the was, down. Who wasn't on your list there? It was Max Crosby. He gets a lot of hustle sacks. He does. He's he relentless. Does. So do all these dudes. So yeah. does Micah Parsons. Right. I mean, you know, like, that's, that's, that's that's the job. The whole idea. Like, uh, my first pass rush move didn't work. I'm just going to sit down now. You know, I mean, like, uh, I don't know, whatever. I, anyway, back to my list. Watch should have been higher. The analytics stuff just drives me nuts. Like... I get it. There's a place in there's a place for it in football. I'm not sure what the percentage is and what what you should look at it. And the, okay, his, his percent his his uh, again pressure rate is 23. percent mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah, well, Aaron Donalds is really low, but he's getting blocked by three men. Yeah, <laughs> and the the edge guy has a really high pressure rate. Well, because Donald's getting blocked by three men. Yeah, know? I don't know. It, I haven't seen a, a pass rush stat. Even including sacks, but sacks is pretty important. That beats the tape, right? Just, just watch the tape. I mean, you know again, I mean? if you're Alex Highsmith and you had 14 and a half sacks last year, don't tell me that he didn't have a good year, right? Or he's not worth the money. Or don't give me that right, bull right. crap. And go watch the Browns game. Go watch Monday night. I mean, for a long time, the Steelers' record was for, like was 14 and a half sacks until mm-hmm. James Harrison had 16. Yeah, and then Watt raised the bar. That 14 and a half. It's a huge we number. Just, we just talked about Kevin Green. He had 14 and a half sacks in, in, in 1994. That led to the league. Then he got the belt. Yeah. That led the league. That led the league, yeah. So don't tell me that 14 and a half. Well, it's not that big of a deal. Fluky. Oh, he fluky. He had, he had you know, they didn't block him on this player. I don't care. Well, Did you get the quarterback on the ground? That's what I care about. you didn't about. have TJ on the other side for much right. of that time. I don't know. Just watch the tape. Watch the tape. Tell me yeah. tell me if that's a guy's a good player or not. The fact that, that, that uh, Zadarius Smith is on there. Mm-hmm. He and he and they 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 both have he and Garrett have one sack each. Do they? One. Yeah. One. One. Sacks are important. It's kind of you can take the reservation. <laughs> you don't keep the reservation. Yeah, that part's important. That, that, that we I used to talk with Stefan Tuitt about that all the time when I when I hosted the Stefan Tuitt show and he had, he wasn't posting the big sack numbers. He had good pressure numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. But he wasn't getting the sacks because he's like he, like I I'm chopping my feet too much. I'm not finishing. Okay. There is an art to finishing. There's an art to finishing. Absolutely. You could be great at getting pressure, but you got to finish or it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. One stat I do like is quarterback hits. Yeah, that's you're hitting the quarterback. Like saying, yeah. Do I give him a hit or not? No, he hit the quarterback. Yeah. And quarterbacks don't like getting hit. And I also say this, and I'm not picking on anybody who does this for a living, but I sure. sit I sit close enough 
to the stat keepers mm-hmm. at various games around the league where I hear them talking about who had that quarterback hit. They don't. They're, sometimes yeah. they're guessing. And even the half sack thing's weird. That's that's actually thing. one thing I give pro football focus credit for. I'm 90% certain if you and I get to this quarterback at the exact same time, by their numbers, they'll give both of us a sack. Like, I think half sacks are really dumb. Yeah. Why do I only get credit for half? I just put the quarterback on his back. Whether yeah, I got why do I have to not, split it? Right, right. I, I think that's kind of smart. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that was Barnwell's... I didn't mean to go. We didn't mean to go down that rabbit hole. Well, whatever. But you rabbit holes are your, fun. You brought I'm my laptop, laptop today. <laughs> <laughs> that was Barmo's list of uh, the heavyweight champions of the, of the pass rushing. They are heavyweight champs. Oh, there's, there's some, some really good players on, on that. There, yeah. In fact, pretty much everybody on that list. Other none, than, none of us were like really. You know, other than Jared Allen, I think is the only one who either he's not in the Hall of Fame and or probably, destined to. It, it might not get in, but yeah. like J.J. Watt, he's getting in. Donald, Aaron Donald's getting in. T.J.'s They're, getting in. Those guys are getting yeah. T.J.'s headed that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, Nick Bosa and T.J. are a little early, but that's because it's the last they've few got years. Def- they've got Defensive Player of the Year awards. Mm-hmm. That helps. They're on the path. Yeah, so we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And, uh, Matt, we have the uh, Steelers injury report from today. And, uh, well, it looks much better than it did a day ago. Things are shaping up. Good. Yeah. Patrick Peterson back as a full participant. Uh, he was resting yesterday anyways. Uh, DeMonte KZ. A full participant uh, with a ca- that calf issue. Great. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, a limited participant today. He did not practice yesterday, so but he, he is, spoke to you guys. Today, he spoke right? and said like he plans thing. on okay. playing. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Golden with the knee did not practice yesterday. He was limited today. Uh, Isaac Sayamalo, who was resting yesterday and did not practice, he was a full participant today. Uh, Darnell Washington with the uh, knee did not practice yesterday. He was limited today. Uh, the only two guys who did not practice today were Gunnar Olszewski. And Larry Ogunjobi, uh, Oshevsky with the concussion, mm-hmm. Ogunjobi with that foot. This is just a new norm for him. Yeah, so that's since he's been here, that's basically yeah. been his. But if MO. he goes out and plays like he did on Sunday, great. Have at it. Don't, 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 I don't need. If you don't practice like, all week, there's enough young guys and, and young defensive linemen that you need to get work. Mm-hmm. I'm good with Larry Ogunjobi. Is go go be dominant on Sunday and yeah. So I bet you and Benzie have had this conversation because we did last night. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's even wrong. I, I hadn't thought of it from this angle. But he said, Ogunjobi's my favorite, he said, first quarter player. And I, and I, I, I kind of think there's a little something to that. Like, he was dominant in the first half. Yeah. He wasn't bad in the second half. But I'm wondering if he's always fighting injuries and whatnot, is less more with him. You know what I mean? Asking him to be... Well, they ramped him up. He ended up playing about sixty percent of the snaps. He did, yeah. Uh, the only other, the only defensive lineman who actually played more than him last week is Montrevious Adams. I think he's playing well too. Yeah, he hustles. He does. He and hustles. He, yeah. Um, I'll say. So I asked Terrell Austin today. I said, like, Terrell, you guys have seven forced fumbles in yeah. your first two games. You had nine all of last year. <laughs> What's going on? Was here, that right? something you emphasized in the offseason? He goes, absolutely. We, mm-hmm. you know, we emphasize getting the ball out. Yeah. Um, you know, that, whether that's you know on the the receivers or the, or the ball carriers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I will say they would have definitely had more if Watt would have played the whole year. Without a doubt, he's one of the best at punching the ball. But they had nine last year, which is remarkably. And Highsmith led the league with five. And they had the rest of the the rest of the team had four. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's like it's like having the rushing leader. It's like having the home run leader and 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 being last in the league in home runs. runs. Exactly. Yeah. Like you got Mark McGuire hitting (laughs) sixty, but you guys have (laughs) sixty-two. Like what's going on here? Yes, it's a little strange. Um, might that be one of the issues, though, why they're missing some of these tackles? Are they going for the ball too much? I don't know. I guess it's something to think about. It's definitely something. It's a there's a balance there. Yeah, I've, you've seen against the McCaffrey and Chubbs of the world. Yeah, too, you know right? when a guy's going for the you see it a lot of times a guy's in there tra- chopping at the ball while the running back's still running and people are going nuts. Why is he getting him on the ground? Mm-hmm. Well, you're trying to create the turnover. I mean, especially if you're the second guy in. Yeah, you know, but maybe I mean. But it's working. If you're going to cause three and a half fumbles a game, I'll take the long run. I'll tell you, yeah, I'll take that. And you're, you know, I don't know how many they've recovered. I don't think their fumble luck has been great. Um, they've gotten enough. I I don't think it's zero or one. It's not. Yes, I I don't remember. I'm I'm looking here. They've recovered uh, fumbles, fumbles, forced forced fumbles seven, recovered fumbles four. Okay, that's average, slightly above. You know, right? Is that is seven the most? Um, I don't know if it's the most. I, I haven't looked into it that far, but I'm okay. um, just looking here. Yeah, so Watt has two recoveries. KZ has one. Ogunjobi has one. So okay, so they're all those are all defensive one was a recoveries too. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, no, that's um, tremendous. It's so it, weird that you lead the league in interceptions and are last in fumbles last year, and yeah. now you're causing fumbles left and right. Yeah, so now you'd like to see some of those interceptions. They do have mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. That came off the tip pass. That was a weird play. Yeah, it was. Like the throw is behind the tight end. Mm-hmm. He tips it into the air. Hit like four people. Right? Falls into Minka's arms as as the tight end falls to the as he turns around. He hits Minka. The ball pops ball up in the air. Yeah, again. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah I couldn't do it's it. It's like again, a hot potato yeah. thing. Yeah. And we know Minka has good ball skills. No, he just got hit he, the wrong time. Just, right. He played it great, and then he just got hit as he was. You know, shooting the layup or yeah, whatever. So right. Five first, uh, five forced turnovers already for the Steelers. If they can continue that, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, that's a trend no one's talking about, but that's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. If you can average two and a half, and what if Heisman turns near the league leaders again, or gets three or four? Yeah, know, I mean, plus, if you, you, know you start looking at those forced fumbles, it's two by T.J. Watt, two by Cole Holcomb. Really? Maybe we that's really a new addition. That. That's yeah, that's a that's a nice. I mean, I haven't studied his career that's... long enough. Is he good at that? That's two more than they had all of last season from there. <laughs> Starting the same position. <laughs> good point. <laughs> so you're playing with house money on that. Yeah. Uh, Highsmith has one. Montrevious Adams has one. So, I mean, they're, they're spreading them around a little. Mm-hmm. There's, there must have been one on special teams too, because I'm not seeing. Okay. That's only six. Okay. Um, but still, seven's an awful lot. Seven's two, a lot. That's yeah. not bad. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Cole Holcomb. If he again, if he what does if that's something, he does. If he the does table, that, yeah. if he gives you five or six of those over the course of the That'd season, tremendous. That's six times as many or five mm-hmm. times as many as what you had. And they're last recovering year. them. Yeah, yeah. So and something, uh, to, something of note. Just to see if that if that continues. Yeah, I'd say I don't know that Jimmy's fumble prone. I don't think that's a thing with him necessarily. He I don't will think throw Josh some picks though. Yeah, he will, especially in the middle of the field. Um, and I don't think Jacobs is necessarily a fumbler. I don't need, think either one of those is really in their profile necessarily. Yeah, thus but far they, they have, uh, let's see, fumbles. They don't have any yet. You don't have any? No. I think their turnover numbers aren't great, though. Yeah, they're they're minus overall. Minus three or something they, like they that. They don't have any interceptions. Hey, how about they this? even take the ball away. How yeah. about this number? In two games, they have three pass defenses. <laughs> 
So in two games, their defensive players have touched the ball three times. <laughs> that's slattered not, off their hands. Yeah. And then one of them may have been like bad down at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, their yeah. secondary is bad. Their corner. Uh, if bad. you look at this, the Steelers thus far have 13 pass defenses. In Which two is probably games. about normal. <laughs> yeah, that's what it should be. Yeah. You should end up with up or, five right. or six per game. That's that's pretty much, they not, have three in two games. That's remarkably bad. The Raiders have some <laughs> strange numbers, and none of them are good. No, they're not good. <laughs> none of them are like, good. As bad as this, you know, as bad as things have been offensively for the Steelers, the Raiders are right there with them. Especially on defense. Especially I mean, defensively. And they have some on offense, running-wise, that are worse than the Atrocious. Steelers. Really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. atrocious. So, we'll see what uh, what the future has in store for that. But uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow. Okay. Uh, tomorrow we put together our DFS lineup. We'll break down uh, on the home, make final our breakdown of the Steelers and Raiders. We'll make our picks on that game. Uh, that's going to do it for our show today. Uh, so, for my partner, Matt Williamson, for CJ Wolfley here on site, keeping us on the air. I'm Dale Lolly. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there. Friendly S&T Banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.